discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. Oh, do you love Jesus? That's not like Jesus, right? Oh, Lara, I I feel like singing. I want a song, song I sing. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, many years ago, when the revelation of who Christ is in me and what he's done for me started coming on, on a higher level. You know, I'd gotten to know it, but I didn't understand. You can know it, but you don't, you don't really understand. I'm still understanding. Every time I go through it, I, I understand it some more, you know. And I remember one of those days, God gave me a song. I, I had a whole album. Yes. I don't know where it passed, but I taught the church some those times yes that was one as he is so am i in this world gave me life. it's been long gave me life full of peace and you heart made me righteous you think i can't sing it you don't know things. gave me life full of peace what did i say you asked for the song as he is, so am I in this world. Gave me life full of peace and new heart. Made me righteous, holy, complete in him. Now I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation, oh, new creation, oh. I'm a new creation, oh, new creation. I'm a new creation, no oh, new creation, no. Oh, I'm a new creation, no. Oh. Wow. Isn't that a nice song? Yes. As it is, so am I in this world. As it is, so am I in this world. Gave me life full of peace and new heart. Made me righteous, holy, complete in him. Now I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation, no new creation, no. I'm a new creation, no new creation. I'm a new creation, no new creation, no. I'm a new creation, no new creation. Then there's a second verse. That I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, it's very nice. Just to explain, you know, the, the reality. I mean, it's true. Let God be true and all men be nice, including you. Including what you think. You see, the problem is with what you think. The way you see yourself. 
You see, we, we always see ourselves as, you know, not having ability. We can't do much. You look at yourself from your family. You know, this family that I'm from, this is how it is. I'm not sure we are going to get anywhere. There's depression in my family. You know, uh, someone I know said so many times, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, to the point that her little son, who was, I think, uh, five years or six years old at that time, you know, was like this one of those days. And she asked, what, what's, what's going on? She said, I'm depressed. <laughs> the little boy said, I'm depressed. You see? Because you are looking at things from the outside. If you say you are depressed, yes, you may be depressed, but you are just looking at what is happening around you in your emotions. You are looking at what is happening around you in your body, your circumstances. That's all you are looking at. And that is what you are speaking as your reality. And the more you speak like that, the more that becomes your reality. But if you look away from that into what is happening in the spirit, you are as perfect as Jesus is. You have a sound mind. You have a beautiful life. You have a wonderful, beautiful experience in the spirit. You are perfect. You are whole. No depression. You have the peace of God. Do you see? Yeah. So it's, it's up to you as to who you agree with. It's up to you to agree with what's going on in your environment and in your body and in your mind and in your emotions or to agree with what is happening in your spirit. What is happening in your spirit as explained and as showed to us by God's word. It's a choice that you make. I'm sharing on the new life, right? How to live the new life in Christ. And it's basically a choice. You decide on which line to live on. You can choose to live on the line of depression, which is which is it's, it's true. It's, that's what is happening around. That, that's, the, that's the truth on the outside. That's the reality. That's what, that's, the, that's what you have on the outside. But there's a truth that is higher than that truth. There's something, there's a light that is higher than that light, which is the light of God's word. And you can decide to choose to believe in what God has said and agree and align with what God has said. You can decide to have a pity party in your life where you look at all the bad things that are going on and you are in a room and no, nobody has spoken to you and you are, you are sad. Nobody has said anything bad to you but you are sad. You just start recounting all the bad things that have happened in your life, all the things that have gone on, the things that did not go well, the things that happened and all of that and then you start crying. Or you can choose to Look at what God has said concerning you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Though you go through the waters, you shall not be drowned. Though you go through the fire, you shall not be burnt. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right side, but it shall not come nigh thee. With your eyes shall you behold the reward of the wicked. It's, it's a choice that you make. Ask me about which choice will you make? Yes. Which choice will you make? So that, and you have to make that choice every single day. And when the Bible talks about denying yourself, Jesus said, take up your cross. Den- except a man denies himself and take up his cross, he cannot follow me. Did you, did you, did you ever um, hear that scripture? 
what Jesus was talking about was denying, looking away from what it, what the, the, you have in your natural life, what is happening in your natural life. That's one of the main things he was referring to. On a daily basis, denying all the things that are around you and looking up to what he has done for you. Do you see? Yes. It's a choice. Tell anybody it's a choice. It's a choice. You can you can have a pity party on how much of a sinner you are. Because when we look on the outside, we know. You know it. God knows it. The devil knows it. All the demons are aware. It's not news. Of all the challenges you have, all the sexual challenges you have, all the lying challenges you have, all the hypocritical challenges you have, all the unforgiveness that you have. Everybody's aware. You are aware. God is aware. The devil is aware. But God says, look away from that and look at the fact that you are the you are filled with love. You are the righteousness of God. Look away from that and look at the fact that you are righteous. Don't look at what is going on and accept what is going on. Accept the reality, the truth of God. I told you that God does not see any of those things. God is not looking at those things. He can't see it. When God sees you, he sees you in Christ. I've said so many things. This is part five or six or so. This is six, eh? I've said so many things already. So you need to get the whole series so that you can understand what I'm talking about even some more. Hallelujah. It's so important that you look away from all the things that will distract you and look onto Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. Do you see? You have to. That's, that's what it means to live as a child of God. That's, how, that's the only way you can live the Christian life. That's the only way. Without that, you can't, it's not going to work. If you're going to look at yourself in the natural, you'll be limited by a lot of things. Yes. And can you imagine that looking at yourself in the natural is, is enmity against God? Romans chapter 8. Let me start from there. Romans chapter 8, verse 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. For they that after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Now, he's not talking about you being like you are doing foolish things. He's talking about just being natural, being normal, being a human being, being a lady, just being a guy, just being a student, just being a normal person. Do you see? He says, for they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. I'll explain to you. Go to verse 6. Then he says, for to be carnally minded is dead. To be naturally minded, to just have naturalness in your mind. This is how I am. This is, this is my temperament. I can't change. This, I, I know I'm phlegmatic. That's, that's what I am. Therefore, I can't do anything. I can't do my, I do things very slowly. That's how I am. You are just looking at yourself in the natural. And as long as you look at yourself as in a natural, it says it will lead to death. I'm not the one saying it. It's in the Bible. It says, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To replace the carnal mindedness with the word of God. What the word of God has said concerning you. What has, what has, it says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That is, so thinking like that. 
thinking like that is what it means to be spiritual. When we, someone, when we say someone is spiritual, what we mean is that the person thinks in line with the word of God and acts in line with the word of God. That's what we mean. That's what we mean when we say, when we say someone is spiritual. It's not the person having a certain type of look or there's no spiritual look. That's a spiritual look. No, there's no spiritual look. There's no spiritual voice. Your spirituality is not based on the, the deepness, you know, of your voice. Somebody, lift up your voice. Shall we give the tune of the prayer? No, it has nothing to do with being spiritual. Being spiritual has to do with how much of your mind has been won over by the Holy Ghost. How much of your mind is in line with God's word? How much of your thinking is in line with God's word? There's nothing wrong with your spirit. There's everything wrong with your mind. Your spirit man is complete. I've showed you that. It's complete. Everything is perfect. The problem is with your thinking. And God wants you to change your thinking to suit what he has said concerning you in his word. His word is spirit. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is spirit. The word of God is what? Spirit. The word of God is what? Spirit. The Bible you have in your hand is spirit. It's the it's spiritual mirror we have. Without it, we cannot, we cannot tell what is happening in the spirit realm. That is why you should not let your experience determine your feelings and your actions. Do you get it? Yeah. Let's say someone told you, oh, it's your mother who's doing you. Where in the Bible does it show that your mother can do you? Do you get it? Your mother who has given birth to you, taking care of you all these years and didn't kill you when you were a baby and didn't know your left from your right, has waited for you to grow up to be a 35-year-old man to do you? Like, seriously, what is wrong with you? Somebody's got to be crazy. What are you talking about? Look at what 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 has the Bible said. Roman, uh, Ephesians chapter 2. Eh? Yeah, you should know what the Bible has said. Someone can say, I had a dream and I saw death come into your house. Hey. <laughs> I remember many years ago, someone called me and told me that. He said he had a dream and he saw death entering my house. Hey. Yes. And when he said it, I, an imagination came to me like death was entering my house. <laughs> then I remember the scripture. I said, no, it's, it's not possible. So I replied to the person and said, death is mine. Death is mine. I am not ready to go. I'm not going. You can, you can be angry with me, but that's the truth. Death is mine. Death is mine. Do you know those verses? First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 22. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. He says, death is yours. Jesus came to die so that he, he can take the power of death. Eh? Um, which one is it? Second Timothy, one word, ten. Let's look at Second Timothy one ten. I was thinking about the one in Hebrews, but it's not made manifest. Yes, this one is also powerful. It says, "But it's not made manifest by the appearing of our, our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death. Jesus has abolished death. So you don't have to die. You don't have to entertain death around anything that death brings, sickness, disease, all those things. You don't have to entertain it." It's a choice. He has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. Then there's another one in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 2, verse, uh, verse 14. Look at Hebrews 2, 14. 
For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also, Jesus himself also, likewise took part of the same. He took part of the same to become flesh and blood. For what purpose? So that through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. So Jesus has destroyed him that had the power of death. That, so the devil does not have power of death anymore. So the devil cannot use death against you. Like he's taking to Agbala and then they are doing, they want to kill you. They cannot kill you. Why? Why can't they kill you? Because the power, they don't have the power to kill you. So death cannot come to your house. If you dream and you see yourself in a casket, go back and sleep in a casket. It's your bedroom. Don't worry. There's nothing wrong. What, what are you talking about? I saw myself in a casket. Hey, pastor, what, what should I do? Can you pray for me? I won't pray for you. You need to know what the word of God says. Death is yours. You can dream as many times in a casket. Nothing is going to happen to you. The fear you are allowed to enter your heart is what is going to cause the death to come. What did Job say? Job chapter 3. Eh, look at it. It says, The thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. Job 3, I think verse, uh, verse 25 or 26. One of them. Look right for me, please. You like what I'm saying? Yes, 25. Look at it. It says, For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me. So, what you are afraid of? You are afraid of failure? Failure is coming. Take fear out of your life. How do you take fear out of your life? Perfect love casts out all fear. Remember how much God loves you. God loves you too much to fail you. Someone sang a song and said, you are too faithful to, to fail me. Yes, God is too faithful. God is too good to fail you. God is too good to let you have a car accident and just die and go. If you are afraid of having a car accident and if you are entertaining for a long time, the devil is going to use it against you. When I sit in the car, we are arriving. We are arriving in Jesus' name. I understand Benson, Benson, that was a blessed memory, Archbishop. It doesn't go reverse. However, you get the car to go forward, let it go forward. I move forward in life. So there's no reverse in his life. There's no forward in his life. There's no backwards in his life. Forward all the time. Yeah. See, I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. Jesus died though. Jesus tasted death for you. Well, you, you are not dying. Tell anybody you are not dying. We are not dying. I'm afraid I'm going to die young. Oh, this guy, there was this guy who, you know, had a name. His name was Amishadai. Amishadai. It's a, it's a very good name in the Bible. Amishadai. You know, but he was introducing himself as I wish I die. Every time when, he, when you ask him, what's your name? He said, oh, my name is I wish I die. All the time. They, he didn't finish secondary school. He, he died. Because that was his confession. I wish I die. I wish I die. I wish I die. And that was what happened to him. Yes. Can again spoke about one of the guys, one, someone in his, uh, in, his, uh, in his school, Bible school, who didn't think he would live beyond 32. He was always saying that, I mean, by 32 he'll be gone. By 32. The, the day he turned 32, the following day he died. He turned 32, the following day he died. As a man thinking, is that your thoughts are so powerful? What are you thinking? Ask anybody, what are you thinking? No matter what dream you have, don't, don't think about it. I saw a dream and I was falling. 
You are falling into the goodness of God. What, what else are you falling into? What else can you fall into? What are you expecting? Ask anybody, what are you expecting? Yeah, your expectation will not be cut short. The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. So your expectation is what is going to come. What are you expecting? You, so you interpret all your dreams according to your expectation. If you're expect, you expecting evil, you always interpret it in an evil way. And mind you, there is no gift of interpretation of dreams in the New Testament. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. You choose. How do you want to explain it? By the word of God. I'm seated with him together with Christ in heavenly places. That's why you are far above all principality or power. So there's no one in my family who can do me. Try it and see. You will see what will happen to you. Yeah. I'm not boasting. I'm boasting in God's word. I'm boasting in what God has said. Is that not what God has said concerning us? I'm just saying, I'm just repeating. So stop saying, I'm, why is a guy boasting? I'm boasting in the Lord. Make your boast in the Lord. I'm making my boast in the Lord. Yes. Wow. So, Christianity is replacing the natural thoughts and the natural feelings and the natural things with the word of God. That's what it, that's what it is. That's what it is. Not depending on what you are seeing on the outside. Let God be true. And all men be liars. Including who? You. Including how you are feeling. You may feel like you are the, you are the most terrible person in the whole world. That's how you feel. How about, how about how God sees you? What does God see when he looks at you? What does God see when he looks at you? Are you born again? The most important thing is that you get born again. If you are born again, then God sees you as his righteousness. God sees you hmm, secured, preserved. He sees you as the best. He sees you as his best ever. That's how he sees you. So instead of looking at what is going on on the outside and what you have done on the outside and all of that, look away from that and look at what God has done. That's, that's how to live the new life. That's how to live the new life. You can sit in, and have a pity, big pity party. Yeah. Remember all your sins. Have you ever done that before? Remember all the things you have done. Ah, I'm a very wicked person. And then you say, let's face reality. Pastor, let's just, just face reality. The reality is that I'm not a good person. I know it. And people say, Do you know that I'm not a good person? I'm not a good person. I'm, I'm not good. I'm very bad. I'm very wicked. <laughs> I wicked pass you. I wicked pass you. <laughs> I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How is God seeing you? God is seeing you as his righteousness. He's seeing you as his righteousness. He's seeing you as his best. He's seeing you as his child. He's seeing you as his love child. Full of love. Full of love. He's seeing you as full of love. The Holy Ghost is shedding and brought the love of God in your heart continuously. Now look away from what is happening on the outside and look into what is happening on the inside. Just being carnal. Just being natural. Listen. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 says that, But the natural man received not the things 
of the Spirit of God. Naturalness will not let you receive the things of God. You see, this thing is in reference to people who are not born again and also to people who are born again and are just natural. So Paul got very angry with the Corinthian church because they were behaving very naturally. There was nothing spiritual about them because their minds had not changed. So in 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 3, this is the Corinthian church. So the next chapter, this is chapter 3, verse 1. Just after ending this one, ending these statements, you see, go back to chapter, chapter 2 where we're reading, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually designed. The things of God are spiritually designed. You need the Word of God to be able to tell what you have become spiritually. Without the Word of God, you cannot tell what has happened to you spiritually. Next verse, verse 15. Then he says, But he that is joined is spiritual, judgeth all things, yea, yet he himself is judge of no man. Verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Then he says, But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. So he's, he's talking to them. He's mentioning what has happened, what has happened in your spirit. You have the mind of Christ. In your spirit, you are so, you, you, you know all things. Your spirit man knows all things. Just a few verses he mentioned it. For what man knows the things of a man? That's in verse, verse, uh, verse 11. What, what man knows the things of a man? Eh? Save the spirit of that man which is in him. It's like your spirit man knows everything concerning you. Your spirit man knows all the money you ever get in your life. Your spirit man knows all the things concerning your life. He knows everything. This thing that we have built here, my spirit man knew it. Every single thing that we are, we are, we are doing, my spirit man has known it all this while. Do you see? Huh? But your mind does not know it. Your mind has to catch up with what has happened in your spirit. Go back, go back to verse uh, 16. But we have the mind of Christ. So he talks about how that they have the mind of Christ. Then the next verse, remember the Bible was not written in verses and in chapters. Okay, it was done, that was done by Cardinal. The chapters were introduced by one Cardinal Hugo. The verses were introduced by one uh, Cardinal Hugo. Just to help us to be able to refer. So that I can say First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5 for them to be able to look for it quickly. Because it used to be a long letter. We'll have to look for it. Just, okay, so where is this one? So he decided to put it in chapters and verses. Do you see? Uh-huh. But it's a long read. So the next verse is chapter 3, verse 1. Eh? He says, but you have the mind of Christ. Then he says, and I, brethren. So even though you have the mind of Christ, which is, which is what has happened in your spirit, you guys are behaving like you are normal people. So he says, and I, brethren. And means, it's connected to the one that just, you can't start a sentence with end, isn't it? You have the mind of Christ. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. I couldn't talk to you as unto spiritual people. But I had to talk to you as unto carnal. Christians, he says, I spoke to you as unto carnal. The word carnal means natural. I spoke to you like natural people. Even as unto babes in Christ. Why? Next verse. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able. Why? For, as ye, for you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? Meaning that he was expecting them to not walk as men, to live their lives as men. You can decide to live as a normal person and not have the effect of the new life on your life at all. It's a decision. And these people had decided, they had made a decision like that. And Paul was counseling them to stop looking at themselves as normal people and start looking at themselves as what God has made them. Because the way to have victory is by looking at what God has done for you in Christ. Looking at Jesus and his finished work. 
concerning your life. Not looking at yourself and your works and what you have done and what you are doing and what you are going to do. Look away from that unto what Jesus has done for you. And you live wholly accidentally than you ever lived trying to do on purpose. You live wholly accidentally than you ever planned eh, on purpose to live holy. Like I've decided I'm going to live holy for the Lord. You will fail. But when you start looking unto him and remember that he has already made you holy, that holiness that he has made, if you start looking at him and what he has done, it will end up affecting every single thing about you. Some people don't like teachings. They like shouting. So if the preacher is jumping all around, it's like the man of God is really powerful. You are making a very big mistake, I tell you. You need understanding. That's what you need. It's not working because you don't know something. It must be line upon line, precept upon precept. You need to, you need to know. That's what we are trying to do for you. Okay? Yes. Just being carnal, being normal. It's, it's death. And it's enmity against God. God says that it's not subject to the law of God. Natural law. Just be natural. Oh, I'm a, I'm a lady. What are some of the things that the ladies do naturally? Mood swings. Unforgiveness. Bitterness. These are natural things that goes with being a girl. Envy, quarreling, jealousy. <laughs> Gossip. Is natural or I mean, they don't plan it. It just comes up. Is it true? By the time you are having a discussion, before you are like, you have have gossiped 75 75 times. I mean, it's normal. It's natural. Yes. (laughs) The carnal mind is enmity. Romans 8, 7. The carnal mind is enmity against God. Like you are fighting God if you are going to be thinking naturally. He needs you to think spiritually. He needs you to think according to what he has done for you in Christ. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to verse 3. If ye then be risen with Christ. Hmm? Are you, do you agree that you are risen with Christ? Ask God, are you, are you, do you agree that you are risen with Christ? Or is it just a story? Is it just a story for you? It's not just a story. It's just really it's the truth. It's the truth. Do you agree that there are viruses and bacteria around? Yes. Can you see them with your physical eyes? Yes. But you agree that they are there? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Even though you don't see it with your physical eye? Yes. Can they affect you? Yes. Do they affect you sometimes? Yes. But the fact that you are not seeing this with your physical eye does not mean that it doesn't exist. What are you talking about? It exists. As you are sitting here, there are phone waves going through your nose, your ears, your eyes, your mouth. There are microwaves, radio waves. Uh, All kinds of waves are crossing, going through you all over the place. But you can't see it with your physical eye. Actually, every single step is a step against waves. Oh, yes. Sporting waves is not part of the waves. Someone says sporting waves. Hey. Which student are you? Even an art student knows that sporting waves is not bad. 
Hallelujah. The reality of the word of God is, is that if you agree with it, eh, it starts working your life when you start agreeing. Hmm. When you start agreeing that, ah, this thing is there. This thing is true. What God is saying about me is true. I will never be poor in my life. Why won't you be poor in your life? Second Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might be rich. He became poor so that you might be rich. He took your place so that you can be rich. He took your place of depression. Jesus took, dep- Jesus took depression. Hmm? He took depression so that you would take his place of joy. He took your place of infirmity so that you can take his place of health and strength. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. This is what, these are the things that Jesus did. Read Isaiah chapter 53. You'll see it for yourself. He was acquainted with grief. Jesus was acquainted with grief. And surely he has borne our griefs. He has borne. Let's read other, other versions. NLT. Maybe NLT will help us. Verse 3, please. It says he was despised. Jesus was despised and rejected. So that you will not be despised and rejected in life. He took your place so that you can take his place. It's called the law of divine substitution. He took your place so that you can take his place. He was despised and rejected. So that you will not be despised and rejected in life. See, I'll never be despised and rejected. So if you are, if you are, if you are living your life based on how nice you look and how wonderful your face is and how big your bottoms are or small your bottoms are, you know, and all your, all your identity is based on how you look, your height, your size, your, all those things. When those things start fading, and it will fade, no matter the number of creams you use, and the surgeries you do, Botox, no matter how many Botox you use, it will still fall. And then as time goes on, you see, because your confidence was in, was in that, you see that it's eroding. Your confidence starts eroding, starts vanishing with time. You know, because it's failing. And then you start feeling rejected. Dejected. Do you see? And some people end up killing themselves. Because they used to be held in high esteem. Everybody, when, they are, when the lady, when she's coming, this are, this are, the lady's coming and then everybody is worshipping her. Oh, hello. You go to the club and then everybody's around you. Yeah, baby. They want you for the night. Everybody wants you for the night. And that's, that is where your identity is. They want me. Most sought after. Hot cake. We can't touch you. We can't hold you. We can't handle you. If that's all your identity, there's going to be a problem with time. Because very soon there'll be someone who is nicer than you, hotter than you are, fresher than you are, and all of that. And you realize that it's not working. Your identity must be in what you are spiritually. He was rejected and dejected so that you will be, re- you will be accepted. A man of sorrow so that you will be a, a woman of joy. Acquainted with, with deepest grief. Acquainted with deepest grief so that you will be acquainted with great joy and excitement. So I refuse to be sad in my life. 
I don't care what is happening around me. I will never, I will never be sad in my life. She will never be sad in my life. And I just there. Hmm. Remember things from six years ago. If only I said yes to this this boy. My life, my life would have been different by now. That is why your life is the way it is right now. Why, why are you behaving like your life has finished? I thought Jesus came to die for you. I thought you had a savior. Who cares about you? Who loves you and appreciates you? If he loves you and appreciates you, it doesn't matter whose love you, you got or didn't get. It makes no difference. It makes no difference. You must look unto Jesus. Honestly. Look away from all that distracts unto Jesus. So let's go back to Colossians chapter 3. I'm trying to teach, but it's not working. Let me show it to you. Colossians 3 verse 1. He says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is on the right hand of God. If you are risen with him, then seek those things which are above. Now, the word seek. Okay, I just want to explain some of these things to you. The word seek is the Greek word zeteo. Z-E or Z-E-T-E-O. Okay? I'm not saying the Greek word for fun. I'm just, I want to explain to you what it means so that you can understand it. Okay? Yeah, the pastor is deep. Why is he deep? He's, he knows the Greek. And it doesn't, it's not difficult to know the Greek. But ex- using it to explain. Is when someone is preaching and then someone, the Greek word is zeteo and then he continues preaching. He doesn't talk about what it means. And it's like, the person is really deep. Why is he deep? He knows the Greek words. <laughs> If I come and speak Gan, does that make me deep? <laughs> if I say that Gan word for righteousness is a uh, mini bo, mini bo is what? Eh? What's a Gan word for righteousness? <laughs> Sammy? Uncle Sammy? You don't know? <laughs> Mommy? Hey, Chemo. If I'm preaching, I say the, the Gan word for righteousness is hey, Chemo, and then I continue. What? Does that make me deep? There's <laughs> something wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so you see, you see young people following all kinds of things. Are, ah, why are you following this thing? But the person is very, he knows the Hebrew, he knows the Greek. If you know the Hebrew, you know the Greek, you know, it's not benefiting anybody. There's something wrong. So the Greek word is seek, of seek is zeteo, okay? And it means, listen, no, listen, listen to this. It means to seek in order to find by thinking. To seek in order to find by thinking. Okay? To seek in order to find by thinking. Comma. Meditating. Comma. Reasoning. To seek in order to find by thinking. Meditating. Reasoning. So what he's talking about is that it says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek in order to find by thinking, meditating, and reasoning on things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Do you get it? Seek by thinking. In other words, he's expecting you to to have your mind, your, your, your thinking altered or mixed with the word of God concerning who you are becoming in Christ. What, is the, what are the good things that are 
uh, on the right hand of God. It says, where Christ is on the right hand of God. What are those things? He's talking about your righteousness. Christ, Christ has finished his work and has sat down. He's not sacrificed. I showed you that last week. The whole of last week I showed it to you. He sacrificed once and for all. For sin. Once and for all. So he's expecting you to think. Now, think about what he has done. Know it in your head and think about it. Meditate on it so that it becomes your reality. Now, the more you meditate on it, the more you are actually seeking those things which are above. Instead of thinking about those things which are on the earth, you see, go to the next verse. Go to verse 2. Verse 2 says, Set your affection. Now, the word set your affection, the, the, that whole word is the Greek word phroneo, P H R O N E O, and it means to think. Can you imagine? To think of or have an opinion of oneself, i.e. to be of the same mind or agree together with. Eh? So what he's saying is that agree together with the things that are above. Hmm? Oh, are you in the church you have gone home? Think of yourself according to what is above. Have the opinion of yourself of what is above. Have the heavenly opinion of yourself. That's what he's saying. Have the heavenly opinion of yourself. Not the earthly opinion of yourself. Do you get it? Have the heavenly opinion of yourself. Not the earthly opinion of yourself. Let that agree with that and let that control your life. Yes. To deport your life based or to live your life based on what you are on that side and not what you are on this side. Think in terms of the heaven, the heavenly, not think in terms of the earthly. Hmm? Yes. I'm not good at math at all. Why are, you, why are you saying you're not good at mass? You're saying you're not good at mass because that has been your experience. Do you see? How about what is in the spirit? How about what is in the spirit? We're in Colossians 3. Go to Colossians 2, verse 3. Colossians 2, verse 3. He says, In whom? He's talking about Christ. Eh? It says, in Christ, if you read the verses before, you see he's talking about Jesus. It says, in Jesus, I had all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So in Jesus, you have access to all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Have you forgotten he says that you know all things? I feel like I'm preaching to a very old Orthodox church that is in uh, 1004, 1004, after Christ, A.D. That's, that's, what, that's how I feel right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? First John 2.20 20 says, But you have an unction from the Holy One. And you know all things, including mass. You know all things, including the business. Including how to do that business. So instead of looking at the outside, like, I'm a failure. God is telling you that set your affection on things above. What has happened to you, with you above? Because the Bible says that you are seated together in heavenly places with Christ. So as you are sitting, your spiritual location is heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, what does that come with? What does that mean? 
That means I can do all things. I can do all things. That means I can know all things. I can know all. That means I can dissolve hard sentences. Oh yes. The Bible says that as for the Daniel chapter 1 verse 17, oh, yes. it says he gave God gave Daniel Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego what? Scale. Can you show it to us Daniel 1:17? As for this fortune, God gave them knowledge and scale in all learning, not some all learning. So don't say, I, I'm not good at math at all. As for me, I'm not good at math at all. My mother was not good. My grandmother was not good. My father was not good. And now I'm also not good. You see, my family, one plus one is being a difficulty. No. Where, where are your genes coming from? I thought Jesus has died for you. Have you read John chapter 1 verse 11, 12 and 13 before? Let's read John 1, 11, 12 and 13. He came unto his own, and his own, but his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him, have you received Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior? As many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, who, which were born not of blood. So there's nothing from your family. There's no blood whatever from your family. Oh, in my family there's high blood pressure. In my family, there's diabetes. So you are living your life in expectation. You are living your life in expectation because you have seen that your mother had your mother has BP. So you were expecting it. And the expectation of the righteous shall never be cut short. If you are expecting it, that's what is going to happen. Instead of thinking yourself in the natural. Instead of thinking yourself in the natural, oh, this is and because that's the truth. It's not that it's not it's true. You saw your mother die with it. You saw your auntie die with it. You saw your sister die with it. Now it's your turn. And you've even seen started seeing symptoms. What do you do? God is telling you what to do. Look away from that and start looking at the fact that you are not born of blood. The solution is that I'm not I'm not born, I'm not from this lineage. My lineage is the lineage of God. The Bible says that ye are of God. You hail from God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I am not of this world, I am of God. I'm of God. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh this world. I'm not of this world. I'm of and the more you insist on that, you see, you are allowing your soul okay your mind to agree with what has happened in your spirit your mind is a tool it can either agree with what is happening on the outside or agree with what is happening on the inside in the spirit when he agrees with what is happening on the on the outside it means you have become natural and carnal that's what it means to be carnal when it, when you start allowing your mind to agree with what has happened in your spirit you become spiritual that's what it means when we say the person is spiritual yes Oh, in my family, nobody travels around the world. Nobody has to. I will travel. I'm going everywhere. I'm going everywhere. I'm going everywhere. I'm traveling everywhere. I'm taking the gospel to the whole world. Yes. The instruction Jesus gave was to go to the whole world. That means that you have to travel around the world. You want the best for traveling around the world? Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. So I'm going into all nations. Every nation is opened up to me. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That means that you must have the gospel on your mind. Wherever you are going to. And every door will open to you. Yes. Every door. Every door. Every door. Every door. Yeah. 
I agree with what has happened in the spirit. It's unfortunate. There are a lot of Christians, many Christians in this country, you know, who who are just living on the outside and identify themselves on the outside. And there are messages that are preached like that, you know. And how God will do something about our situation. God, God has done everything about our situation. He just said this. He meant it though. He's now, he's now looking up to you to agree with what he has done. That's what, that's what he's waiting for. The day you agree with, your breakthrough will come. The day you agree. That sickness will leave your body. When you agree that he really took, he really took it. He really, it's not by repetition. One guy repeated, uh, um, first, first Peter 2.24, you know, by whose stripes you are, he repeated it 1.6 million times and was not healed. He repeated it so many times. He was saying it all the time. But nothing was happening. The day he agreed that the verse is true in his life. You see, he was saying, but he hadn't come to agreement. There's something called mental assent. You are sent. You, oh, it's true, it's true. But... You see, they said, but all the time, I know I'm the righteousness of God, but let us face reality. I'm a very bad person. Oh. Pastor, do you know what I can do? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you know the kind of thoughts that are in my mind? Even you, if I get you, I'll do something to you. Yeah. Bad thoughts. Do you know? Wait, wait. Look away from that. Oh yes. Honestly, yeah. I, I I don't care how you what you I don't care how bad you are. Mm-hmm. What I you can't show God. What I care about is what God <laughs> what God has said concerning you. That's what I care about. <laughs> you cannot finish the blood of Jesus at all. I mean, some people thought that everybody has one bucket of blood of Jesus. When you get born again, you are giving one bucket. <laughs> and as you sin, that bucket gets finished small, small. Are you in the church? The bucket gets finished small, small. So at a certain time, point in time in your life, when it finishes, then it's finished. There's no more sacrifice of sins for you. It's not true. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what the Bible teaches. I've said so many of so many things about these things already. Go to message number one, two, three, four, five. I spent five messages talking about all now. I'm, I'm this is the last message on this one. Next Sunday, I'm taking another one. Okay, so this one I'm just trying to help you understand how to live. How do I live it? How do I live it? By just agreeing. I need to agree. How can two work together? I said they be agreed. How can you work with God and unless you agree with what He's saying concerning you? God is saying you are perfect. You say I'm not too. God, you know, you know me. I'm not too. God is saying you are full of joy. You say me. I'm the most depressed person in the whole universe. You go to America and there's, there's competition among some people concerning who is most depressed. It's a competition. Who is most depressed? Who is most sick? Yes. My, my sickness, when I come, I, I do it. It's very serious. They are, all, they are carnal. Just being carnal. Just being carnal. You see? Huh? There's a whole industry based on carnality. How you look. A lot of ladies are not satisfied with how they look. Look nice, but don't kill yourself. 
Look nice, but don't what? Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Look nice. Your big nose is someone's love. That's what that's what he likes. You like big nose, like the way you are. That's what he likes. If you try to change it in a certain way, the one that was going to like you is finished. One of our sisters was telling me, I was driving with her some time ago, she said, her breasts are too big. Wagadus. The wagadus are too many. So she wants to do some surgery and cut it and all of that. And I said, oh, my sister, Charlie, what are you talking about? There are some people who like, this is what they like. This is what they like. When they see it, something will happen to them. So please keep it. Your children will enjoy this bread. And your husband will also enjoy this bread. And she became okay. Now she's happily married. And her husband is enjoying the breast. Hallelujah. Yeah, she was concerned, like, let me cut it and see if it will attract more people. Ah, don't cut it. It's nice. It's nice. I told her you have one of the best hugs in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. People with breasts, the hug is very nice. Okay, let go to the next verse. Go to the next. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> My mother-in-law is around, so I don't have to be very careful when I'm talking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Wagadus and what? And Wagadus. I'm trying to remember my next verse, but it's not working. Let me check my notes. Maybe it will help me. Hallelujah. We're in Colossians, right? Yeah. Set your affection on things above. Set your affection on things above. Now, let's look at another one in uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Decide not to be natural. Okay? Tell anybody, decide not to be natural. Decide to be spiritual. What does it mean to be spiritual? To think in line with what God's word has said. To ignore, ignore. Oh, ignore. Ignore the pain. Tell the pain that Jesus took you. You are feeling the pain. Jesus took you. Jesus took himself took this pain. Jesus took this pain. You can start laughing because that pain is not, it's not real. Yeah, you are feeling it. But that's what is happening on the outside. How about what has happened in the spirit? How about what, the day you look away from what is happening on what is happening outside to what is happening what has happened in the spirit. The power of God, you see, in your spirit resides the resurrection power of Christ. That's the truth, though. No, let God be true. How many times have I said this, Pastor? Let God be true and all men be lies, including you. So many times. Because, listen, we cancel out the word of God completely. All the time. Oh, God has said, but. I know what God, but. And the but is what is destroying a lot of things in our lives. I don't have money. I don't have money. What do you mean by you don't have money? Why are you basing your life on what is in your account and what you have in your pocket? Do you know what is going to come tomorrow? Do you know what can happen in the next 24 hours? Do you know what can happen in the next 24 hours? Why don't you believe that something great can happen in the next 24 hours? Benino was talking about how he needed to clear some, some things, some 
monetary issues. And God told him, as he was praying, God told him, I'm going to give you money to clear it. And he believed what God has said. Trust what God has said. The following day, someone gave him a huge amount of money that cleared everything and gave him more to enjoy. The following day. Is he special? He's not. He's also a child of God. Just like you, all your debts can be cancelled by tomorrow morning. By tomorrow morning. Now, listen, even if a prophet came to tell you and you didn't believe it, if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. It's not magic. The Bible says that they resisted the Holy One of Israel. What, what does it say? It says this in a certain way. They limit, sorry, they limited the Holy One of Israel. The people limited, can you look for, it for me? It's in Psalms, Psalm 78, verse 41. Can you show it to me, please? It's so serious. He's talking about the children of Israel. He says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. How did they limit the Holy One of Israel? By their own belief. By their own belief. I've taught you that you have faith. Now, what can prevent your faith from flowing is unbelief. I'm going to teach you on unbelief very soon. Probably in the next two, three weeks. I'm going to be teaching on unbelief. The dangers of unbelief and how to cure your unbelief. Okay? They limited the Holy One of Israel. God with all his power is inside. The power of God is inside. Everything is inside. Resurrection power. What raised Jesus up from the dead? It's inside you. It's inside. It's the truth. Resurrection power is inside. When, you are, when your soul agrees with it, you see that the resurrection power will move from your spirit shh, pop, into your body and then change your body. Your body will just fall in line with what is in the spirit. That sickness will run away. That, that cancer that seems to not, it's like you are dead. You can come back from cancer. But there are people who have come back from cancer. So many, so many people, many people. There are people, dead bed. They are on dead bed. It's finished. They come back. By hearing what I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Just agree. I agree with what God has. Instead of looking at all, listen, we know that the, 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 the evidences are there. It's there. It's true. That is the truth by the light that we see under the, under the face of the, the, the heavens. That's the truth there. But there's a, there's a higher truth that goes against this particular one. Do you see? Yes. Resurrection power is inside. Hmm? Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, eh, if that same spirit dwell in you, and he does dwell in you, he says, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also give life to your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. you see, and he says, if, if you agree, what is it? It's true. The truth is that the spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead is, res- is residing in you. But why did you put that? What, what, what is the if for? The if is your agreement. Do you agree? If you agree that the, the Holy Spirit of power is inside you, he will, he will change your mortal body. He will change your mortal body. You can stop growing older. You can stop aging. Aging can. Listen, Moses was 120 years. No wrinkles. His eyes were not dim. He was not bent. None of those things. None of those things. You know, one of my cousins is here. And they are in the same church with my mother-in-law. With her husband and her family. You know, and there's a woman in their church. Who is, uh, is it 85 now? Antelina. 83. You should see her. You think she's 50. Yeah. One day we were in a, we're in a, we're in a, um, a wedding. Something. And she was there. And I saw her reading. She's reading the Bible. 
yeah, as, as we are all there, everybody is chilling. She's chilling too, but then she's reading the Bible. She's keeping her eyes, her eyes on the word. And it's affecting, that's affected her, I tell you. Yeah. She doesn't, I don't know, but she, she does, there's no, like, she can't walk. 83, you should see her. She's walking straight, everything is fine. Yeah, what's up? Everything is fine. Yeah. You have the vision that by 70, you should be going down. That's, that's what will happen. Your expectation will not be cut short. It will come to pass. What you're expecting is what you will get. What are you expecting? Are you expecting to live a wonderful, rich, wonderful, beautiful life? Or are you expecting a, a stressful life full of children are worrying you, you are depressed, you are doing this, your child is going. The expectation you have, that's what will come to pass. I pray that your expectation will change today. Yes. yes. Expect good things. Expect great things. Expect nice things. Expect beautiful things. Expect prosperity around you. What you keep looking at is what you become. The concept of beholding is a spiritual concept that cannot be deleted in any way. What you keep looking at is what you become. That's the truth. That's the truth. Resurrection power leaves in. It's there. And guess what? God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to that power that is inside you. The more you believe that that power is there and that that power will work in your life, you'll get it. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding. God is able to do exceeding abundantly. You see, the question is, can God, the question is not, can God do it? We all know that God can do it. All of us sitting here, every Christian knows that God is all powerful. God is all gracious. God is all great. God is all everything. But the question we have in our minds is, is God willing? Is God willing to do it? Is he going to do it? So all our prayer is, God, do it. God, do it. God, do it. You have, you have missed the whole of the New Testament. You have missed the whole of the New Testament. That's, that's what, and that, you'll be shocked. We're in a church recently, beautiful church, everything. The message was very interesting. And we're like, ah. Someone was leading prayer and said, God, have compassion on us. God, have compassion on us. That was a prayer topic. God, have compassion on us. God, have compassion on us. God, have compassion on us. Don't, do not pass me by. Cast me not, O gentle Savior. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Whilst, what? Whilst on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Lord, do not pass me by. Even the song, they got the song wrong. You see, what the song is saying is not what they were saying. He says calling. Calling to probably do his work. Not to heal them. Or to prosper them. Or to do anything like that. You know? It's very wild. Do not pass me by tonight. Lord, do not pass me by tonight. Do not, the time of blind Bartimaeus crying is not, it's not the same. We are not in the same. Listen, he has done it all. Oh, yes. What you need to do as a Christian now to see the power of God flow in your life is to agree. Yes. I agree with what he has done. I agree with what he has done. I agree with what he has done for me. I agree that he has healed me. I agree that he has healed me. And nothing will prevent me from having my, my breakthrough. You have it. Wrong thinking leads to wrong believing. Right thinking leads to right believing and hence getting your results. He's able to do exceeding abundantly about what we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God is seeking to renew your mind. When you renew your mind about depression, 
the fact that he has given you the oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness all spirit of heaviness will leave your life yes. heaviness will leave your, leave your life when you feel the spirit of heaviness or depression start praising God do the opposite of what you feel all the time if you notice your, your feelings are not in line with God's word do the opposite of what you are feeling hmm? what did I say do the opposite of what you are feeling if it's not your feeling is not in line with God's word and most of the time your feelings are not in line with God's word when you are feeling the spirit of heaviness like some things are going on you are not happy at all what should you do you have to start praising eh? what, what, did, what, did, what, did, uh, what did they do for Saul King Saul when he had the spirit of heaviness on him they played what they played the harp they praised they played david played and praised in his presence and the music drove away the evil spirit so that's what you do when you feel depressed you feel now you can go on and on like that it can go for two days, can go for six months, can go for one year, it can go for 20 years. Some have gone for 20 years. Can go for a long time. You can you can stop it. You can stop it. Nobody can stop you. Decide. Let me do praises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your room, I speak in tongues in the Holy Ghost. My spirit cries, Elohim Adonai. I speak in tongues, I speak in tongues in the Holy Ghost. My spirit cries, Elohim sing songs that give praise to God. Not songs that remind you of your pain. There are songs we call gospel that are not gospel at all. Yeah. 
We are still, yeah, I mean, there are some songs. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yes, Brandon the Gospel song. It's for loyalty and loyalty. Are you in a church? Don't sing a song that is reminding you of your head and how you are so weak and how nothing, not a song that glorifies God. A song that reminds you of the greatness of God in your life. Hmm? Yes. A song that reminds you of how great Jesus is. How powerful Jesus is. Eh? Sing it. I've traded my sorrows. I've traded my pain. And I traded it a long time ago. I traded it. I laid them down for the joy of the Lord. Now I have the joy of the Lord and now I'm singing the joy. That's, that's what you say. What are some of the songs you can sing? Do you have any? Dance and praise Him. It doesn't matter what comes my way. The greater one lives inside of me. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. good song is reminding you of who he is in you you see there's another song sickness cannot hold me down poverty cannot Jesus is our life the tomb is
can I hold him down? He lifts me. He lifts me. gonna hold him down. Fair gonna hold him down. Fair gonna hold him down. He lifts me. He lifts me. Jesus is alive. Yes, alive. The tomb is empty. Give Jesus a big shout. And you will see that all the heaviness will just leave. Yes. Instead of crying. Remember how the boy left you. How it happened. You're crying on how the business didn't work. And how you, you lost something and all of that. How the visa was bounced. You thought you were going. You told everybody we were going. Why did you why did you tell everybody you were going? You should have held on. Hallelujah. See how I never feel in my life. Rise up on your feet and thank God for what you have shared with you. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Jesus is alive. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.